it, it is like a mob thing. Like, these bank robbers also go in by themselves. Yeah. I love how we're, like, giving bank robbing advice right now. Yeah. That's... I, I do not condone any robbery of banks. It's the OOK Podcast, number 27... 27 28 it's like 29 man 29 i feel like jeez maybe let me, it's 28 let me look at this hang on a minute before i spread misinformation this is 27 really yeah i think it was like at least 28 i don't know but it definitely feels like it's been more than 27 episodes but mm-hmm. here's your 27th episode we're here you already know who we are i don't think we need to introduce ourselves 27 episodes in yeah, uh, go back and listen to the old ones if you want backstory. Yeah. Um, but man, this is the last one of the year. Last one of the year. That's we have, crazy. It's been a it's been a wild year. We started uh, way back in uh, May. Our first episode yeah. came out in May twenty third, um, and it's been a wild um, x amount of months since then. Um, I am uh, very thankful that. We're still getting listens. Um, we actually crossed the 200 total plays mark um, between Whoa. now and last episode. So shout out to the fans. Um, that's like 10 per episode. Ten. That's an average of six okay. per episode. So it's a little low, um, but we'll get viral at some at some point. Yeah, we'll get kicked off the Spotify uh, platform entirely. We'll make, um, we'll make our for own reasons. platform. Yeah, but it'll be the biggest, uh, best thing to happen a podcast since, uh, I don't know, what was the best thing to happen a podcast? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I feel weird. I'm turning my camera off because Ben's isn't working. I don't want him staring at me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. There's been a lot of good with podcasts. There's been a lot of bad. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe since You Know Who got in trouble on Joe Rogan's podcast. Who's You Know Who? Voldemort? I didn't know he was... The other he... The the name we don't name on this podcast. Oh. Former... I didn't know he was in trouble for anything. Yeah, I guess, like, he smoked some weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, and all of his, like, Tesla stock dropped because of it. Oh. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, he should have smoked weed on Seth Rogen's podcast. <laughs> if he has one. <laughs> I don't know if he has one, but it'd be, it'd be cool if so. He should have one. He's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ben, how was your, um, how was your Christmas? How was your Hanukkah? It was good. It was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of food. Um, most of it happened at my house, which was, I guess, convenient, but. As you know, you gotta clean. You gotta make the place look nice if you're having people over. So that was a whole lot of fun, as you can guess. Um, and yeah, yeah, I uh, made some good food, ate some good food, got some cool presents. What was your favorite present that you got, Sam? And how was your uh, Christmas? My Christmas was good. Um, I think my favorite present, my sister. My sister always knocks it out of the park. Shout out to Aaron. She always knocks it out of the park on Christmas presents, um, and we're polar opposites because I never know what to get her, but she always like gets me really cool stuff. 
Um, she got me a new Bengals like plate cover for my car because I'd had my old one since I got my license and it was the orange was pink uh, from the sun. So she got me like a, a metal Bengals plate cover. So that was really cool. I also got like a Bengals like, you know, those like banners you get when you get accepted to college, those like tiny little flags. Mm-hmm. She got me like a big Bengals one. So got oh, that hung up in my room. Also, I'm going to apologize in advance, fans. I am with my dog right now. We just picked her up from the from getting boarded over break. So she is definitely very excited. She actually just tapped the microphone. So, Frankie. Hello, Frankie. Can you go away, please? Daddy's trying to record the podcast. Can you go away? Can you can you can you go away, please? It's it's not. Are you, you going to do the same thing to a child one day? You're yeah. Gonna yeah. Say go. Fuck off! I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> go play with your toys. Go play with your toys. Go run a mile. <laughs> and then run another. Do some one. push-ups. <laughs> go um, read a book. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then go I listen like- to the other podcast episodes. <laughs> I need views. <laughs> Just. Tap on a podcast, scroll halfway through, move on to the next, scroll halfway through. <laughs> Do you think one day they're going to have like a, it's like a Christmas gift for like a child, like baby's first podcast equipment. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a mic with like a little, uh, what are those, like the sound filter uh, thing. It's like yeah. a, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome like back a... to Chris's Crazy Toys podcast. <laughs> and today we're reviewing the new Power Rangers, Uber Mega Thunder, Green Ranger action figure. That'd be sick, honestly. I feel like, imagine like you're like talking to like a five-year-old and he's like, well, I'm really into my podcast. We're learning about counting. You know, I have a podcast. Um, We're actually learning cursive. Frankie, go away. Goodness, what does she want? What do you want? What do you want, well, dog? You, you see the bee? It does a little bit of a loop-de-loop, and then it goes down a little bee circle, and then you connect the next letter. Can we talk <laughs> about the letter Z and how weird that looks in cursive? I mean, that's not even a Z. Don't even get me started. I don't actually know my cursive, so I can't even, like, I can't even keep this up. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. no. But, I mean, like, I feel like it's a great way for kids to learn technological skills and also to uh, learn how to formulate an opinion and do some public speaking. Seriously. Honestly, I feel like public speaking classes should go and, like, do, like, podcasts as, like, part of the curriculum. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree fully. Um, I feel like who needs AV Club when you can get your kid on a podcast at, like, six (laughs) They're in, you know. like, AV club, like, listening, like, uh, I, I, like, uh, what are, what are podcasts? Like, they're listening to, uh, what's the, what's the one Barstool one with the girls? The two, the two girls? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just can't remember the name. They're very, like, uh, raunchy. Um, it, oh, call her, call her, call her, call, call her, her daddy. daddy. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, listening, like, the kids are, like, listening to call her daddy, learning, like, you know, how to speak they're listening to like npr uh they're listening to all these little uh it, 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 
examples, and then they're like making their own podcast based off that. They listen to Ear Biscuits and then learn how like toxic evangelical Christianity is, and yeah, yeah. Every true crime podcast. Yeah. Okay, I need you to keep the show going. I'm gonna be right back. I think Frankie needs to go outside. So I will be right back. Just keep our fans entertained like you always do. All right. Yeah, like I was saying, I feel like, honestly, there's probably going to be classes someday about podcasts. You know, whether you like it or not, it's going to be like how podcasts change history. I don't honestly, I don't know if any podcast has had an impact on the way our world has gone. Um, I mean, like we can be the first, though. I feel like we have the power and the, the knowledge to really, you know, shape the course of human history. You know, I don't know what, how, or what we'll do, but we're gonna we're gonna inspire a lot of people and really, you know, start a move start a movement. Hopefully, it's uh, you know, I think it's just powerful what you can do with a mic and uh, you know some uh, recording software. But yeah, I think uh, we're we're really really doing some powerful stuff here. <laughs> anyway, how are you all doing? Um, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> we don't care how you're doing. Actually, we do. Let us know how you're doing. Um, yeah, put in the comments. Put in the comments. Let us know how you're doing. Um, send us some mail. Let us know how you're doing. Podcast OOK at gmail dot com. Um, That'd be fun <sighs> if we had like a fan mail episode. Yeah, but we get like six listens per episode, so like. What is our, is Ava and my mom and... I thought your mom stopped listening. No, my mom apparently listened to the Christmas parade and had to turn it off because she was at work and she was laughing so hard that she was like in tears laughing and had to turn it off. Turn it off. She's going to like this one. Let me tell you. Oh man, we've got some good stuff. We've yeah. got some good stuff. Ben, I have a question for you before we yeah. move on Before we move on from our holiday. Our, oh my God, my voice. Goodness. <laughs> our holiday recap um 27 episodes and sam's still going through puberty it's awful i'm just grossly dehydrated um <laughs> so i went to the bars last night i didn't drink but i think because i was at the bars last night i just dehydrated the vapors. yeah um let me tell you the, the bars here there's like maybe two good bars here and all the other ones are like disgusting shitholes and I never want to step foot in the bar that I stepped foot in last night ever again. Mm. Um, it was horrendous. <clears throat> but anyway, do you find... Now, I, I have found as I've gotten older with Christmas that, like, the obviously, like, the meaning of it has changed. Like, I don't care as much about, like, the presents and that, like, thrill of, like, ooh, Santa's coming or, like, even when you knew Santa was your parents. Sorry, kids. Um, like that thrill is gone and it's just kind of like a, a nice time to like chillax, listen to some music, watch some, watch some TV, watch some good movies and just like spend time with people. Have you, has like the meaning of like Christmas and Hanukkah like changed much for you over the years? Yeah. I feel like nowadays I want less gifts and just like more like time to relax. Like, I kind of realized, like, I don't really want as much nowadays. Maybe it's just, like, I'm happy with what I have. But, like, I just feel like around this time of year, I just don't want, like, a bunch of gifts. I don't want, like, a bunch of, you know, 
uh, stuff. I like, you know, I enjoy like eating food and all that, but even that sometimes goes a little too crazy. I think the whole like feast idea just yeah. sometimes is, is a lot, but I don't know. I, I feel like it's just nice to spend time with people and just relax. And I think that's, you know, more busy, like most other days of the year, it's nice to have like that one dedicated time to just, you know, people are off, people can hang out, that kind of stuff. Yeah. For sure. What about you? About the same. I'm just most happy about having like, like the downtime to like, like sit and do nothing. Like the amount of times that I've just like gotten on Call of Duty at like nine o'clock at night after a day of just like hanging out and doing nothing and then like staying up until three in the morning playing Warzone because I can mm-hmm. is just like nice and like I could have done that more when I was a kid but like I don't know I was like taking in all the excitement of Christmas and not to say that like Christmas and the holiday season isn't like exciting it's just like it's just different now um, yeah it's like a different kind of excitement it's more chill less like thrilling I guess yeah, and sometimes I just want to, like, sleep in. Like, I feel like that's the best thing is just being able to, like, sleep in and not have to do anything. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't go get up, anywhere. I didn't get up until noon today. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It's, like, 1 p.m. my time. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was freaking great. But do we want to roll World's Largest while I go let Frankie in? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. All right, I'll let you. Um, um, I'll let you intro that, and I'll be back. I'm not gonna intro it because I already introed it in the clip uh, that you'll hear. But um, I hope you enjoy this one. I don't think it was too shitty. But yeah. Anyway, here we go. World's largest. <laughs> Hey, Ben here with another installment of World's Largest. Today we will talk about an object that we use all the time, but may take for granted. Around Christmas and New Year's, you might find yourself thankful for your toilet. Whether it's the common stomach flu, Aunt Mary Jo's spaghetti casserole giving you food poisoning for the fifth time, or not being able to keep anything down because you went too hard on New Year's Eve, we all know that that shiny white porcelain bowl is always there for us. So, today, I have brought you to the world's largest toilet found in Columbus, Indiana. It is located inside of Kids Commons, a children's museum, in a section dedicated to explaining how things work. The toilet is big enough to flush an adult, and two or three children can fit comfortably inside the bowl. Now that'd be good for giving someone a swirly. When the toilet flushes, the person goes down a slide that looks like pipes inside a real toilet. Careful though, if you do choose to relieve yourself in it, there might be someone who gets hit on the other side or the other slide. Thank you for tuning in to this week's installment of World's Largest. We'll be back next time with another World's Largest Object. Alright, well how about that? World's Largest Toilet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I I would use that, but I don't know. I don't think you can really can use it like that. But I was about to say, like, kind of public. Do you think people have done it? It's a. It's at a kids museum. Like, I don't think so. 
but I don't know. I'm sure someone like went the wrong way and like was looking for the bathroom and you know it accidentally happened. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> Funny thing is, I've literally driven past that. Like now that I realize it, like I always drive past that on my way back to school, um, and I've never gone inside. Apparently, it's like seven dollar admission. So that's crazy. Find yourself in Columbus, Indiana, look for something to do. Maybe go check that out. This is not sponsored whatsoever. I just like you know, all the info I could find is from like the actual place's website and whatnot. Yeah. Wow. Well, sh- and a what's inside video. A what's inside? <laughs> yeah, they did a video on it. Of course they did. Yeah. Of course they did. Good old what's inside. Um. Yeah. So, uh, don't take a dump on the world's largest toilet or in the world's largest toilet. Um, be a Dave Matthews Band kind of incident. I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a crazy story. Uh, I love that story. I remember asking Grace yeah. if she knew about it, and she was like, no. And I was like, you lived there at the time. <laughs> How what she if she know? was on the boat, and she's the one she didn't know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, she would have been really young, like three. So I wonder if there there's t-shirts out there that said, I was pooped on by the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Let's look it up. <laughs> Dave Matthews Incident. For those of you that don't know, uh, the, in I think it was 2004, the Dave Matthews Band was driving through Chicago, <laughs> and um, the bus driver accidentally released the toilet system, like the the uh, septic system of the tour bus, um, while like driving over the uh, Illinois River, I, th- I think, and um, it like rained crap and other bodily fluids, like pee. Um, all over like a group of tourists on a boat, <laughs> and there's probably puke in there too. Yeah, you know? yeah, and there was like a massive, massive lawsuit, and the Dave Matthews Band had to pay like millions. And I, I guess like, is that? It's not reparations, but just like damages, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the bus driver should. Um, yeah, I think yeah, the bus no, driver they're, got they're, fired. <laughs> at least. Uh, anyway, so I have two comments here. So first of all, um, Dave Matthews has an album called Crash. I feel like someone should do like a, a thing that says like crap, and it's like the album <laughs> cover. Um, and then, no, there is a shirt. You can buy it on ChiTownClothing.com, and it's it reads, In August 2004, a DMB tour bus dumped 800 pounds of poop onto a Chicago River tour boat. Hashtag never forget. It's $28, and it is in stock. All right, might have to call. Yeah. Might have to call. <laughs> oh my god! I they have at least a, they have all the sizes. Oh, that's great! <laughs> you can get one for your whole family. <laughs> get one for Grace's family and watch them be like all confused. <laughs> what if I? I feel like it'd be crazy to know someone who. I don't think anyone would actually admit they got shat on. Literally, unless it's like a baby. Like, a mom was like, yeah, my baby took a dump on me. Or, like, I was, like, a dad's, like, my kid was, like, sitting on my shoulders and took a Ugh. took a dookie while we were walking around Disney World or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I keep, I keep looking around. There are, like, lots of shirts with that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ugh. 
Well, speaking of gross things, um, it is time for the newest installment of OOK News. There is a uh, pretty interesting story where I'm going to read it live, actually, because it kind of segues into our um, um, next kind of segment. But between our discussion, we'll have another segment. This is just a segment-filled episode, Um, so we Mm -hmm. really hope you guys enjoy. Um, But, um, yeah, so um, this one is about uh, couples at the gym. Um, and so I'll read it to you guys. Um, I, uh, did my journalistic, um, duty and wrote this myself. Um, so with the year right around the corner, many Americans are making the same resolution that they've been making for the last 20 years in a row to get in better shape. On January 1st, you may notice your favorite gym being more packed than a SoundCloud rapper with warrants. With newsgoer, with newgoers hoping to lose the weight they spent the year gaining, only to give up after their first couple of days. It's a sad but true reality. Um, one of the most problematic types of these people are the gym couple. Uh, so I interviewed this guy. His name is Darius Juicerup. He's owner of Get It In Gym, and he says that his least favorite time of the year is this time. Um, and he uh, said, "These gym couples truly be on some bullshit." I get y'all trying to be in y'all's best shape of y'all's life, but y'all just nasty. I get we're called get it in, but we ain't talking about getting that kind of stuff in y'all. Juicer Up recounts several instances of couples wearing strange clothing in the gym, such as I'm with him and I'm with her matching t-shirts, as well as jeans and cargo pants. He also shared (laughs) stories of men hugging their women from behind as they squat and sharing Stairmaster machines. But most shockingly, Juicer Up once witnessed on, as he describes, an anime couple engaged in intercourse on one of the bench presses. And so he (laughs) says, I'm still in therapy from that. I don't think I'll ever be able to block that from my mind. They smelled so bad and we ended up having to burn the bench and the bar and all of the weights. You know how hard it is to melt metal with a blowtorch? I want to know where he got the blowtorch from. One yeah, of the gyms. I wanted one. Right, me too. One of the Sorry gyms. Sorry to interrupt. Do what? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. One of the gym's notorious couples, Tim and Rhonda Hayes, stand on the other side of the spectrum from Juicer Up, believing that the gym has brought a great deal of intimacy into their lives. The gym is the one place where we can express our love without caring about being judged. Tim Hayes said. Kitten, in reference to Rhonda, and I are la- are the laughing stock of our family, and we have no friends. Here, we are truly unstoppable. I will never not kiss each other after a bicep curl. <laughs> and then Rhonda goes on to say, Senpai is my Goku, and I his Chi-Chi. Um, exercise is a great way to stay healthy and make improvements into your life. And while Juicer Up would never discourage anyone from getting into the gym, he does have some advice for the newcomers. And so that advice is to keep y'all girlfriends and boyfriends away from y'all, get y'all headphones in, and take care of y'all's selves. Don't be working out together. Just get in, take care of y'all individually, get a pump in, get it run in, some stretching, some cardio, and get y'all booties out. Take care of y'all personal business in y'all home, y'all car, whatever y'all need to, just not in this gym, y'all. Juicer upset. So with that, that is the... Um, segment of OK News, a 
pretty um, short, but um, I think we kind of can all relate to uh, Mr. Darius Juicer up. Um, I think we've all experienced some kind of um, grotesqueness PDA with the uh, people in the gym. So don't be that person. And in the meantime, uh, we have a segment by Benjamin that I will let him roll in as our kind of commercial break here before we come back and talk about our next topic. Yeah, so our next segment is our first OK Podcast Book of the Month segment. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you are interested in reading the book we talk about. Welcome to the OOK Podcast Book of the Month. Our first ever Book of the Month is a truly inspiring memoir by esteemed silent film star Paul Porple titled Talking But No One's Listening, the true story of a 21st century silent film star. Unlike most of his contemporaries, Porple has never starred in a talkie, instead appearing only in silent films, most directed by his dear friend Nick El Camino, who first saw him in an audition for his second film, The Wooden Chair. Originally a talking movie, El Camino was so stunned by his performance that he decided to entirely rewrite the movie as a silent film for the actor. The memoir tells his entire life story from his humble beginnings in Climax, Minnesota, born to two postal workers. We learn of his childhood when he was first inspired by many classic fairy tales to begin acting. We hear of his first love at age 16 and his first heartbreak at age 16 on the same day. We hear of his job at a local Wendy's and his struggles with bullying within the theater department. After graduating high school and failing to find acting jobs, he moved to New York City and joined a dance company as a backup dancer. In his spare time, he would go to improv comedy shows and Shakespeare in the Park and practice his acting skills. And during a write and acting workshop, he was discovered by the talent scout Jim Slim and started auditioning for Hollywood movies. Now, after eight silent films and one silent TV show and several four-year consideration campaigns, he is sitting down to write a novel about his life and passions. Corporal actually submitted a recording of this excerpt from his novel. In this, he talks about his first audition for Guys and Dolls in 8th grade. For many of you, this is the first time you have ever heard his voice. I remember the blinding lights in that old must-eat cafetorium. They had installed LED lights on the ceiling from the old cigar lounge down the road, donated by the deceased former owner. The sweat dripped down my back which is a feeling I have only felt twice, the second time being during the Lawrence of Arabia silent remake in which I played Lawrence, of course. For this audition, however, 
I assumed the role of Nathan Detroit. I gracefully moved through the number I had prepared, the oldest established permanent floating crap. And although it felt effortless, it was met with silence. This was my first encounter with failure, but surely not my last. I remember seeing my childhood bully on stage months later in that very role I desired, and it has been my motivation since to succeed. After my loss, I went down to the cigar lounge and bought my first ever cigar and smoked it till I cried. I didn't have rules about smoking underage back then in Minnesota. Wow. What a voice for that actor. I am truly stunned by the emotion in that story. If you are interested in purchasing this book, you can go to the OOK Podcast website, and there will be a link to purchase this. He received no proceeds from sales. Corporal, now age 34, can be seen next in his first ever talkie, an action movie titled Guns of Death in which he will be playing a former gang member recruited by the U.S. military to take down a high-priority target. Next month, we will entice you with yet another tome of interest. What a story that was. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. Man, how how intriguing, how heartwarming... And truly, just what a what a character that Paul Porple is. Paul Porple is just such an inspiration, man. Yeah, I want to wow. be one Paul, of the, one of the greatest. Like, I want to be more like Paul Porple. Yeah, oh, uh, it's it's definitely an admirable way to be. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll have that back uh, about every month between you, now and the rest of time, end of time that is. You can um. You can find his book uh, at Ben. Where can you find his book again? Um, you can actually. There's free PDFs available online. He told me not to tell you that, but you can get them. You know, you know where you find your free book PDFs. Um, uh, but I guess if you're trying to give him money, it's on like the Kindle store or like BarnesandNoble.com or whatever. I don't know. Just go. Just Google it. There's lots of places to get it. If you want to spend money, you're lost. Your loss, yeah. Um, PDFs for sure. I'm I'm sorry, Paul. I I I am actually downloading the PDF right now. Um, <laughs> so sorry you're not making any money off of that. But um, he's yeah. a millionaire anyway. Yeah, you're a millionaire anyway. You're a movie star. So what? Yeah. Tax the rich anyway. Um. Yeah. So gym etiquette, Ben. Yeah, I think that news story really told me really confirmed what I knew about some of these low lives degenerates using gyms. Um, it's good to stay in shape, but it's always really weird to see people getting their PDA on at the gym. It's just, that's, that's not for, that's not for there. I know some of you trying to get the spark back in your relationship, but there are so many other ways do not involve me having to see it. (laughs) Yeah, there's this yeah. thing. There's this thing called a Viagra. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swinging Viagra. Um, I don't know. 
uh, going on like a trip or something like that. But like going to the gym and like making out in front of me, no. Literally Stop. anything else. Go to a park. Go to a museum. Go watch a movie. Yeah. Quite literally anything else than going to the gym and being up each other's rear ends the whole time. Oh my god. You got this, it's... baby. You got this, love. One more. One more. That's my baby. Good job. Mwah. It's just. I don't. I don't like. I don't have a problem with people going to the gym at the same time. Like, say you guys just both get off work and then you want to go after work. Don't like hang out there though. Like, go and you know do your own separate workouts. Like, one of you go run the treadmill, other one go do leg day or something. I don't know. Do something that you won't see each other the whole time. Like, you need some separation for a little bit. And yeah. you know, don't if, even if you're like, like I don't know if you need the other person to spot you. Like, just please for the love. Of all things, just, just don't, don't do anything weird. My favorite thing that I've ever seen, and it ties into the spotting thing, was this guy, this boyfriend and girlfriend, I assume, um, the guy was like squatting big, like I'm talking like four or five, six plates. Um, and he's like a, he's a built dude, you know, he's got, he's a bigger guy, he's got the muscles and all that. And his girlfriend is, like, the kind of... Like, he's training for strength, clearly. And she is training for, like, functionality, clearly. So she's, like, doing, like, lunges on the bench with some light dumbbells just to get that that mobility and that functionality training in. Mm-hmm. And he asks her to spot him on squats. And maybe she can squat that much weight, but... It's generally a bad idea to spot someone who's squatting or benching or doing that much weight. If if they fail and you can't help them back up, that's a that's a big problem. So I that was like my favorite thing to see. And he clearly just asked her because it was like, "Hey babe, look how strong I am." But like, literally ask someone else that's like your size, man. Like, she's not going to be able to help you. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's just some, yeah, I just, I feel like you can just go and ask someone else and like, you know, let the other person just work out, you know? Um, But, you know, I think there's some instances where it would be genuinely funny to see someone like try to, or not not funny, but weird and like bad. Imagine like someone's doing like hip thrusts. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. <laughs> and they're like, hey, babe, let me add some extra weight on for you. And they just get on top. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Or like the person's like spotting for squats and just starts like squeezing the other person's ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the... making sure that all the tension is right. You know, like, <laughs> you know, when you have like a personal trainer, or you have like a coach or something like that. And they're like, really yeah. like. Yeah. They'll be, like, on you, like, try, not, like, on you, but they're, like, kind of, like, you know, like, checking and making sure that you're, like, you got the right angles and stuff like that. They're kind of, like, yeah, they're, like, feeling they're, you They're feeling bit. your muscles to make sure, like, if you're doing, like, a tricep pull-down, they want to make sure you're, like, not using your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, oh. bench press, like, just grabbing your chest. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, no. Like, planking, the, like, like, the, get underneath <laughs> you. The girl is doing hip thrusts and the guy sits on top. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> That's some Drake type behavior. Drake, um, would, 
Drake would. <laughs> the thing with the stair stepper with both people on at the same time is just so funny to imagine, though. I've seen it. Really? I have seen it, and it is awful. Yeah. We're like, ooh, here, how about this? Pull up kisses, like the person's oh, like standing on the thing, god. and they're doing that. Oh god. <laughs> no, no, no. It's they're someone. Someone's doing bench press in a cage with the pull-up bar on top, and the girl is hanging from the pull-up bar, and you kiss with each rep. Mm-hmm. It's also like it's also totally an age thing. Like you don't see anyone outsider like, you know, anywhere between like, eighteen and thirty-five doing all this weird PDA shit. As soon as you hit like thirty-five, you guys are like, it's like in like you know all those like 50 shows and like the parents didn't have the same like they had the same room but they had separate beds yeah uh and like you'll see like people they'll like be on the treadmill next to each other or they'll be like doing elliptical or something like that or like they're just you know stretching next to each other and like it's like they don't even it's like they're friends or something like that you know what i mean like it's like they're just normal about it or it's the girl is on the elliptical or like on a cardio machine like trying to get a workout in and the guy's just standing next to the machine and they're like talking while she's trying to get a workout in and he's like not mm. he's not there to work out clearly yeah he's in like he's in like khakis and like a yeah yeah i don't i, I love when i see like i'll see like elderly couples at the gym sometime i'm like wow you know they're you know they're like they don't like do anything weird but it's like you know the oldest people you've ever seen like the dudes working out in like jeans and like dress shoes or like something like that i don't know old people always like work out in the clothes they have it's like they don't even own a pair of sweatpants i also have a take about children at the gym and by children Mm. i mean anyone under the age of like i'll say 16 um I was at a gym in Oklahoma City this past week, and this kid shows up, like, like using their parents' membership, clearly, like, unsupervised with a basketball. And, like, there's a basketball court in the gym. Like, it's a huge, really nice gym. But this kid just dribbled around the entire perimeter of the gym instead of going and shooting hoops. <laughs> just walked around, slamming the basketball down while people are trying to get their workouts in. And he's like, like... It'd be one thing if you're, like, focused on the ball, you know, like, trying to work on your dribble. But he's, like, watching other people work out. Well, like, we made eye contact a solid four times <laughs> while, this, while I'm trying to work out. I'm like, kid, where are your parents? He just knows he doesn't have, like, the game to, like, actually shoot. Like, he was, he know he, like, he's staying in his lane. He knows he doesn't, like, he's got no jumper. He's got, like, nothing, uh... He's, he's, he just he debarrass himself basically. He is not Trey. He doesn't have a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> no shoe guard. No shoe game. No point. Uh, he's not a point guard. He's got no shoe game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like that's why those daycares exist at the gym. And as <laughs> I I would I I don't know. Did your parents ever take you to the daycare when they went to the gym or anything like that? So my mom would do jazzercise, and there was like a daycare there when when we were like like when I was like. What the fuck is that noise? Anyway, um, when it was when I was like too young to go to school, like I would go to that daycare thing while she got her workout in. But like, nah, like my dad would go to the gym like right after he got off work. So like he would just come home from the gym instead of like coming home and then going to the gym. 
Yeah. I remember we, like, we used to go to, like, some daycare on, like, you know, like a Saturday morning if my dad was going or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about it. There was, like, a TV maybe, and they had, like, a little playground in there and, like, toys and stuff. But I always, like, didn't like the other kids there. I feel like a lot of them were, like, mean as fuck for some reason. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just remember, like, the person running the daycare, like, had, like, I think her kids there. And they're always, like, bossy as hell. Like, your mom is the person watching us, not you. Like, what, just because you're, like, you know, it's, like, weird, like, nepotism for, like, a daycare. Like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't have any – I don't follow you. Like, quit being mean to me. Yeah, quit being weird, bro. No, we had – um. The lady that watched us was actually the, so my dad was a police officer and the police chief's wife was my like daycare lady at that jazzercise place. Mm. And so I got away with murder. I was also like, I was like, I was you a killed pretty, someone. Yeah. 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 I murdered a kid. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I picked up a power ranger and, and you know, that's dark bludgeoned him. No. Um, I was quite the flirt at daycare. I had all the girls wrapped around my finger. You were like what? Like five? Four? No, le- less than five, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bro. That's hey, crazy. I was a cute blonde kid. What can I say? And I had a disability, so, you know. Mm. They love that. Anyway. Yeah, so. I remember there was one time I, I pulled my pants down to show off my Power Ranger underwear. Eh. The daycare lady <laughs> didn't like that too much. I thought you were going to say, like, Power Ranger, like, that was, like, a dick <laughs> or something like that. Look at my Red Ranger, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I It's think, morphin' I think time. <laughs> you were four, or whatever. <laughs> all right, I think we lost all our listeners. Kids, I feel like kids, like, do not, are not aware when it comes to, like, you know, just, like, stuff like that. Like, I feel like. I did not have social yeah. cues when I was a kid. I yeah. arguably arguably still don't have social cues, but when I was a little kid, I did not know everyone was my friend. Everyone was my best friend, and I treated everyone like I knew them their entire lives, and they knew me for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's just kind of what it, being a kid's like. And you grow up and you realize like most people do not want to fuck with you. <laughs> most people are like I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I love getting older. Obviously, I want to talk to you, but like, <laughs> I can't speak for everyone. No, I think it's one of the most humbling but like laughable moments I have recurringly is as I get older, I realize I look back at my life and I'm like, wow, that person actually like really did not like me, and I was totally <laughs> oblivious to it and. Yeah, that was good. My favorite situations, though, are when I know someone doesn't like me and I go out of my way to make them hate me more. Hmm. Yeah, that's I. I it kind of goes hard. I'm I'm that kid. I like to like if I know you don't like me. I I'm outing myself here, but like if I know if, to all those that don't like me, I know you don't like me, but I'm gonna be as painfully nice and friendly as I can just to get under your skin. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like the people back to back to what we were talking about before. I feel like the people at the gym who like be doing that stuff, they they don't know that it's weird. Like they don't even realize that it's weird because they're not witnessing it themselves. Exactly. Like, they don't see other people doing it. 
like they're so oblivious to the fact that like yeah that's actually disgusting i mean it's like back to like in like high school and stuff like that when you'd see like couples do that like Ugh. in the hallway and stuff like that um and you know just that you know like whenever you just see like really bad pda like At the lunch I'm table all for, like showing affection for the people you uh, care for and love but not in places where that's not really like societally accepted you know it's like like holding hands is one thing but like macking on the other person no touching on the other person no no it's like they have like a superhero complex about them like they're better than everyone and like there are people in the gym that walk around excuse me acting like they're better than everyone like with their chests puffed out and their lats spread and like yeah like there's some people that do that, but, like, that doesn't mean that you have to, like, w- try to one-up them by, like, all but, like, groping on your partner in the gym. It's just weird, man. Like, yeah. do be better. Speaking of superheroes, I was thinking of how, uh, you know, someone doing, you know, like, when you do that, it's like a sort of pull-up bar thing, but, like, a, it's like a, when you do, like, a, you do sort of, like, a, a like, a, like, a, crunch or like a sit up where they're like hanging from the bar upside down yeah like doing like a spider-man kiss every time you go oh. down oh <laughs> god you wear a spider-man mask or like a balaclava <laughs> and so you like lift open the mask each time a guy working out in a balaclava would be so funny <laughs> <laughs> about to go rob a bank let me get a let me get a pump in first his water jug is like an old bottle of like cheap ass vodka that he's poured out and put water in you can see like the bag the bag is like obviously like a money bag and he's like gonna <laughs> put all this stuff in there afterwards his lips are all chapped and shit he's got like the red ring around his lips <laughs> this sounds like a really awful bank robber it sounds like he's really not made a lot of money because he can't afford chapstick I gotta get my endorphins up before I go rob this bank. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, don't I you get like... hot in that balaclava? No, I can't let you know who I am. <laughs> we know who you are. You just scanned your membership. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I feel like bank robbers used to be a lot cooler. Like, uh, back in, like, the Wild West, like, they'd be, like, the crazy guys and be, like, uh donkey kick jackson or something like that and you tell them that donkey kick jackson was here yeah like they'd have like a crazy costume or something like that like bank robbers nowadays like have no riz you know no they have no riz they don't they (laughs) they wear like and ones balaclavas and like sweatpants and they go in and rob a bank but like if you're gonna rob a bank like watch a noir film Put on a nice suit, get you a fedora, a cigarette, a Tommy gun. A nice, Sounds like a mob thing. A nice little twang in your voice. Yeah. Like, don't use your real voice. Like, you're going to go in there with your balaclava and be like, put the money in the bag. No. You I know what I'm here for. Bank are never successful nowadays, and they always get caught. You know what I'm here for, toots. I'll give you three minutes, and don't think of any funny business. I'll shoot. We've got the place surrounded. Yeah, it is like a mob thing. Like, these bank robbers also go in by themselves. 
Yeah. I love how we're like giving bank robbing advice right now. Yeah. That's I I do not condone any robbery of banks um or any crimes generally. We're trying to keep this a, a squeaky key, a squeaky clean podcast. But we're just my, saying my criminal do it with style is, if you're gonna do it. <laughs> my criminal record is clean and I intend to keep it that way. Yeah, same. Yeah. It, there's just like you said, there's a there's a lack of riz in this yeah. uh, in this generation of bank robbers. <laughs> and and gym couples. Yeah. Okay, but another thing yeah. that bothers me is when people wear like really expensive clothing to the gym. Like I I spent like Lulu's an like a exempt, I guess, because like if you're wearing Lulu to the gym, like you're wearing it for its intended purpose. But like if you're what about like Gymshark? Gymshark is cheap. It's a it's affordable. Really? I own yeah, I own quite a bit of Gymshark. Um, I don't know. I just assumed it was expensive. What's no. like expensive gym stuff? It used to be, but it's like it's it's pretty affordable. I think like I got. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like twenty bucks for shorts. Yeah, yeah. I got a new pair of shorts yeah. from them uh, over Black Friday because like they have a huge Black Friday sale and everything is like dirt, dirt cheap. But it's like good quality yeah, too. So, um, what's like an expensive brand? Lulu, Alphalete, um, um, I don't know. Like, there's like a VQ. I don't know what that stands for, but that that stuff looks expensive. Um, I don't know, but like people that like show up in like they're like gold and diamond chains and like they're like. $300 pair of like basketball shoes like I guess like look good feel good but like I would never work out in jewelry like I get earrings maybe because like you know you gotta kind of keep them in yeah. but like there I notice a lot of people that work out in, in like chains or necklaces and then when they do like somewhere they're lying down they just put the ma- like the necklace in their mouth I'm like that's gross it's disgusting like, yeah. like you're gonna choke on it maybe like I just just don't do that like just take it off like you don't wear it 24 7 like you don't tell me you're like sleeping and showering in that like sometimes you gotta take that stuff off i don't know i don't know i think some people just like use the gym as like a a point to prove to society Mm -hmm. that like they're all that but like that's not what a gym's there for a gym's there for you to like improve yourself not like yeah intimidate others and like not to say that like i am like intimidated by those kind of people i'm just like more so just more so just baffled i'm like what like i have expensive stuff like you're not seeing me going and squatting in my nice boots i've also seen people like i've seen people work out in cowboy boots and i just don't get that that's what we probably used to do in the wild west they probably had gyms back then they do like a quick draw i'm gonna work out i'm gonna put this horse on my back and squat I don't know, I bet back then they were working out, like, shirtless and, like, their chaps or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, not to to get into anyone's fantasies or anything like that. That sounds a little erotic, (laughs) yeah, shit. (laughs) But, um... steamy over here. (laughs) But I, I do get scared, though. Like, when I'm, like, in the gym and I hear, like, a giant slam because someone, like, just uncontrollably drops their weights... And on purpose, basically, like I don't go to Planet Fitness, so I don't. There's no lunk alarm, but like that is scary. 
to just hear someone just completely just trying to show off because they're you know they can lift a bunch of weights or whatever like stop like where everyone's trying to work out and focus on what they're doing and when you're just screaming every time you do a rep and all that like shut up just work out normal um but yeah it's like I guess the only exercise where, like, I understand you, like, dropping the weight is, like, a deadlift. But people that use, like, the cable machines and then drop that, like, to let go of the handles and they just come slamming down, like, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole point right. of the rep is to, like, have control of the weight the whole time, even when you put it back down. And if you're just dropping it, like, that's, like, half a rep. Like, you're cheating yourself there. Mm-hmm. No, but I feel like people, even on deadlifts, do that. Like, don't, you know, don't do it the right way. Yeah. They'll, like, in theory, you're supposed to let it drop, like, with your whole body. But some people will, like, on the descent, let go instead of, like, carrying it through the whole way. Like, mm-hmm. bar, it, weight should hit the ground and then your hands let go of the bar. You don't just, like, let go of the bar and let the weight yeah. drop. I don't know. I'm no expert, but that's just what I've done and what I've seen others do. But I've also seen others just like lift a lift like 600 pounds and then just let go while they're still standing. I'm like, okay, that has to like do a number on your nervous system too. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, and deadlifts in general can be pretty hard on you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So don't be a jerk. In the gym. Do we have anything else for the the show tonight, or? I don't. But if you do, I'm. We're only at, without our stuff put in, forty seven minutes. So. Hmm. That's gonna be a pretty short episode. But I know. It's crazy. I feel like we need to get feedback. I don't know if people like the long episodes or like the short episodes. I know a lot of podcasts, they'll either have like very consistent or like very inconsistent lengths. Like sometimes it'll be 20 minutes, sometimes it'll be 80 minutes, you know? Yeah. I'll do a poll on Instagram, see what we get. Yeah. All three responses. All one, two of them from my mom. Yeah. Longer. Oh, wait. I meant shorter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well shoot, do you have anything else? No, I really have just been thinking about the gym etiquette and the segments I've been putting together, so Yeah. Same. Yeah. Well shoot. Alright. Well maybe it's announcement time. It is. Yeah. So uh our next episode will be a little bit of a special one. Uh where it, we're recording it next week, but it won't be coming out till the week after. Um, we're gonna. Do you wanna? You wanna? I'll let you talk a little bit, Sam. Yeah. So on the day that I on January third, I am coming back home to Cincinnati to spend a couple days with Ben. Uh, we typically do this every year. COVID kind of screwed that up. So last year was the first time I'd been back in like two years. Um, so I was there for quite a bit, but this time around, I don't feel like much has changed in a year and no one's really around this year. So only there for a couple of days, but on Tuesday next week, we are recording 
a live OOK podcast. I guess not live, but like in person OOK podcast um, with a very special guest, our third, not necessarily third in, in rank, um, because Ben, if we we're going by age, Ben would be third. Um, Charlie, our other best friend who we've had hundreds upon hundreds, if not thousands of adventures with, um, grew up with. He's a great guy. He's a really funny guy. And we're all going to get together and just have a grand old time. So, yeah. Um, but like Ben said, we're going to record it on that Tuesday and it's going to get put out the following Tuesday um, just so we stay on track with our upload schedule. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also interested to see how a um, in-person three dudes, one microphone, wink, wink, works out. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's just podcast about list, but a little nicer. Yeah. Um but I think uh, I think we uh, I'm excited. I want to definitely do more guests in the future, so I think it's a good place to start uh, doing it all together. But I think we're definitely going to try do more guests going forward. Um, maybe we can even you know set up like a Patreon or something like that, and like have our listeners like pay money to be a guest. Basically, <laughs> it's just funny because we make no money. So it'd be funny, like, we make money by making someone come on our podcast and produce content for us. Um, I don't know if it works like that. I feel like that's illegal It seems a little unethical to me. Taking media ethics, it just seems very unethical to me. But I get what you're trying to say. Right. We should definitely have more guests, though. So if you want to be a guest and you actually have a good case for being a guest, uh, let us know. We're not just going to, like, let you on because you want to, like, say hi or something like that. You got to be able to... Uh, carry some weight in the conversation. You hear that, Keep mom? <laughs> All right, I don't know if moms can be a guest on a podcast, though. I feel like this is like a cool kid, so you know, like no moms, no no moms and dads allowed. You know? Damn, Jamie's gonna be pissed that you said that. Okay, but like, if I don't, I feel like it's like, you know, adults get their own stuff, and like kids can, you know, have their own stuff too. You know? Adults have fancy wine and Yellowstone, and we have podcasts. And Spongebob. (laughs) You know what bugs me, though, is they always have adults swim in the pool, but they never have, like, kids-only swim. I would always be pissed because the adults get to go in the pool all the time, and the kids, they can only go in when it's not adult swim. Exactly. How ageist is that? Right. We're le- we need more time because we're learning how to swim. Although I guess it would be bad if you had kids swim. Cause yeah, I think that's kids. why. I think that's why that's a thing, Ben. Yeah, I think I'm figuring that out as I as I talk. But <laughs> I just it I makes mean, me it makes me think of how my dad taught me how to swim, which was he just threw me in the pool and said, "Don't drown." <laughs> why is that's like Bane? Pretty much. I mean. He put me up on a water slide and was like, I'll, I'll meet you down at the bottom, but I'm only going to help you if you're drowning. And I didn't drown, so. He put you in the hole. What was the name of the thing that Bane was in in Dark Knight Rises? I think it was just the pit. <laughs> the pit. You were molded by it. I was born in it. Molded by it. 
I didn't hey, see the until I was bodily a man and blah 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 and bane. <laughs> and perhaps he's wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> I like anime girls. That's not bad. I should have asked you to do that impression when we did that one thing. Ooh, woo, Batman. Your back isn't the only thing I'm going to snap. Snap, crackle, pop, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank Can't you. lie. Thank you. It's The key is to cover your mouth with both of your hands and then talk like Sean Connery and you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never thought about it like that one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to unhear it now, but it is dead on. Tom Hardy was dead on Sean Connery in that movie, just with something in front of his face. Yeah, I don't even know how he came up with the voice. I'd like to find out. Maybe there's some info on that. Honestly, um, most of his characters sound the same. Like, you listen to Bane, and then you, like, watch Peaky Blinders, where he plays, like, this crazed, like, obviously he's got, like, I think it's, like, syphilis, so it's, like, rotted his brain. But he's, like, this, like, bootlegger, almost, hmm. named Alfie. And he's, he's like, very, like, it's, like, the main characters are all gypsy, and he's Jewish. And hmm. he, like, makes it very clear that he doesn't like the gypsies. But when the Nazis come into the picture, like, he figures that, you know, he should probably team up since they're both being kind of there's nazis in that show yep i thought it took place like the 1800s took place it starts out in the 1920s and it ends like right before the second it it it, it starts at the end of world war one and it ends at the start of world war two that's crazy yeah i don't i don't know a lot about this show it's a good show there's just a lot there he doesn't do that voice for venom though no, with his like, he's like, ah, 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 <laughs> I'm Venom. <laughs> Is that what it sounds like? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen Venom, and I'm gonna try to go yeah. the rest of my life without seeing Venom. <laughs> Not even Venom Two. Let there be carnage. No. <laughs> Honestly, his Venom kind of sounds like Bane, just with like a like a deep voice, like a monster voice emulator on it. Oh shit. I thought, wasn't it, it, doesn't Tony Todd voice Venom? Am I imagining things? He might, but it honestly, no. it does, it does kind of sound like Tom Hardy, not gonna lie. Oh, okay. no, it is, it is him. It's just, I was thinking like the, you know, like Candyman, or like, I don't know, Tony Todd's like a famous voice actor for like monsters and like yeah. scary things, so like, I don't, know, I don't know why I thought it was him. Um, but, Tony Todd. Yeah. Wow. He was like the original Candyman, like. Yeah, but I think he does some. He's done some voice acting. He does stuff. like. Doesn't he like do like all the Final Destination movies? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking it up. I don't see anything about those. Yeah, he used Final Destination. Yeah, one and two at least three. I like just googling things during and not having like an actual. Uh. Plan, you know. Yeah. But yeah. 
Well, cool. Is that our episode? Yes, it is. Wow. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, If you like what you heard, give us a rating. And make sure to be on your toes for the new um, episode coming out next week. Or not next week, two weeks. um, With guest Charlie Charles M. Becker. So... Yeah, his name. it's his whole name. Well, I didn't say his middle name, just the M. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like there's people out there who just have a middle name that's a letter. But anyway, uh, we'll be back soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening, and Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Bye. Peace.